Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Everybody and welcome into today's episode of the Top Cut Yu-Gi-Oh! Podcast. My name is Sonny, and I am here with my co-host, Caleb. As always. And, of course, before we get started, we don't want to get 10 minutes into this episode before we forget and then do it. We want to go ahead and thank our patrons early and often. And, of course, a huge thank you to our patrons. Well, I didn't do it. Okay, there we go. Ace Micah, Austin Johnson, Myth Oceanus, Pig, Scuzz Daddy, Aaron Gardner, Adil Saeed, Anthony Leela, Mountain Man, Owen Alvarado, Jeremy Drysdale, and Ray Powell. Thank you all so much, everybody. 1,000 thank yous from the bottom of our hearts. Yeah, for sure. We honestly, we couldn't do it without you. So um, <laughs> you literally cover the costs of the service that we use to post the episodes. So thank you it means a lot you have you paid for the sound foam for our studio and you are going into savings for new microphones and other equipment so oh yeah you the patrons are the people obviously everybody contributes but like you are the ones directly for responsible for our financial able to continue this doing this podcast and able to continue and justify doing this. So thank you so, so much. I mean, it really does mean the world. So thank you. Um, thank you, everybody, though, for joining us today. You're joining us on Friday, October the 8th. So we have a lot to cover today. Mm-hmm. We have a lot of things to do. Lots of new cards. Yeah, it's mainly going to be new cards. But we do have one very exciting announcement. So let's go. Why don't we, what do you say we go ahead and hit the ground running? So... Those patrons that we just thanked, you found out about this before everybody else, but for those that are not patrons, we're letting you know now, on 
Saturday and Sunday, October 16th and 17th, we will be hosting a tournament in our Discord server. This will be a remote dual tournament. It will be... There will be a cap of 128 players. That's a bit on the high side, but we don't want to get overwhelmed without realizing it. Yeah. And not have a plan in place. So... There is a cap. Um, I'm not going to say we don't anticipate hitting it because it's it's definitely possible. But the prizing first place. So for 64 people or less, first place will be a near mint first edition ultimate rare karma cut. And uh, no second or third place prizing. And if we go over 64 people, then there will be second and third place prizing. It'll be kind of dependent on how many people enter. The tournament is free to enter for everyone. Yep. So uh, this will be absolutely free. Uh, Like I said, the winner will get that karma cut. And the winner will also get a... um, We're going to... When we do top cut, we're going to try to do... Swiss on Saturday and Top Cut on Sunday if the tournament's very large. Whereas if it's smaller, we're going to do... We're probably just going to wrap everything up Saturday. Yeah. And if we we only get like uh, 20-something-odd, 30-something people, we'll just do it all the same day because, you know, it won't take too, too long. Right. So that's mainly the gist of the tournament. Um, the other it's, thing uh, is standard Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah, it'll be advanced Con- format. Con- uh, Konami ban list. Yeah, regular standard advanced format. Konami TCG ban list. Um, if you want to enter, we ask that you please submit a deck list. So what you what we want you to do is um, type in, pull up the Konami. There will be a Konami deck list form uh, link. There's so they have a. They have an editable PDF. Mm-hmm. Form fillable. Yeah, form fillable PDF. So all literally all you do is you type in your deck list, you save it, and when you save it as a picture, just send it over to Caleb. Mm-hmm. Caleb just, will get you entered. Yep, just go on the Discord server, right click on my name, new message. Yeah, Caleb's name in the server is... Uh, it might be under Jam. Yeah. But uh I Jam, think Jam Caleb. It should also show as Caleb. Yeah. So it'll be the it'll it'll be the one with the one punch man as the as the icon. Right. So you have to be in the server to enter. That's like the only requirement. You be in the server and be willing to enter with a Konami ID Konami deck list form. And of course have a remote dual setup. Yeah, and have a remote dual setup. Um the tournament will be judged by our crack team of judges that we have in the server, and we will have a uh, the head judge will be Giant Skyhawk. He is, I think he's only an RC one judge, but the only reason he hasn't gone up to RC two is because there's been no live events for him to take the test. Yeah. So he's very, very, very knowledgeable about his rulings. We trust him a lot to handle that. Um. And uh, I want to say, oh, and the winner will also. Uh, if they want to, we're going to offer that the winner gets to record with us Sunday when we do our recording. We want to do an interview with the winner that will go into next the following Tuesday's episode of the podcast. 
Now, for those wondering why we're doing all of this, that Tuesday's episode is our 50th episode. So it's a very big milestone for us. So this is our 50th anniversary or uh, 50th episode extravaganza tournament. Yeah. So Subtitle, because we feel like it. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Um, we're very, very excited to do this. Um, we hope that it gets some serious traction. We're hoping to attract some more notable, notable people in the community. So honestly, I'm just, I'm just really excited. I'm really happy. I'm really thrilled, uh, to be, it's going to be a whole lot of fun. Yeah. I'm really thrilled to have this community and to be a part of this community and to have this community come together for things like this. So, but please, please, please um, reach out to us if you have any questions or concerns. It is really, we, seriously, we, me and Caleb both accept DMs from anybody. Uh, if you have any questions, it is really no hassle at all. Please reach out to us, let us know, and... We'll answer your questions as nicely and quickly as we can. Mm-hmm. So, um, I think that's it as far as the tournament goes, yeah? Yeah, that's everything I could think of. Okay. Um, also, like I said, this is free entry. So, all you, the only real requirement is that you're in the Discord server. So, yep. please, please, please join the Discord server. You, This is the kind of things that you can only get in the Discord server. So... Uh, again, a huge thank you to our patrons. Uh, y'all are the ones that make these kinds of things possible. Uh, a huge thank you to everyone that's already in the Discord server. Um, I Obviously, we can't do this without you. Um, please be sure, if you haven't already, to follow us on our Twitter, at Top Cut Podcast. Uh, we do do announcements like this there, but honestly, we just we kind of talk about everything there. So, Okay, well... No, I we think got... it's time to start talking about some cards. What do you oh, think? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. New cards. First off, I, I guess we start with an entirely new archetype, uh, archetype of dinosaur waifus. Uh, they're not all waifus. Just the one waifu. Not all. Uh, no, there's two. There's two. No. Oh, yeah. Okay. I guess yeah, there's, there's two. Technically three. Technically three. Because I got to say, that Megazord's looking kind of... <laughs> all right. All right. All right. All right. Keep it in your pants, man. <laughs> Uh, all joking aside, um, so so this whole archetype is called Dino Rufia, is the translation that that uh, Yu-Gi-Oh organization currently has. Yeah, um, that's tentative. They'll they'll update if they deem it necessary. Uh, so first first monster we have is Dino Rufia Therizia, level four Dark Dino, fifteen hundred attack, zero defense. Um, you can use each among each effect among the one and two effects of this card's name only once per turn. So hard once per turn of both of its effects. You can normal summon or spe- if this card is normal or special summoned, you can set one Dino Rufia trap directly from your deck to your spell and trap card zone. Then if you have two thousand or less life points, this card gains five hundred attack, which would make her two K. Right. It's really beefy. Uh two. If this card is destroyed by a battle or card effect, just destroyed, you can banish one trap from your graveyard to special summon a level four or lower Dino Rufia monster from your graveyard, except herself. Okay, so this card is kind of interesting, and here's why. So the obvious thing is that it already has synergy 
with the existing dino support. Exactly, because um, if you if you oviraptor pop her uh, to if you oviraptor baby Ceratosaurus and pop her, right? Um, she gets her effectively just set one of the dino one of the dinorufia traps, which they already revealed like six of them. I want to say yeah, like six of them, and yeah, three yeah. of them are counter traps. Yeah, yeah. This is this is definitely a trap archetype. Oh yeah. <clears throat> uh, next up, well, okay. Let's just. What did you say you could do to? Oh, uh, when she's destroyed, you can banish a trap from your graveyard to special summon level four lower dinorufia monster from your graveyard, except another copy of herself. Okay, so. What you can do is, if you have a Lost World Oviraptor, which is like your ideal starting hand in most dinosaur decks, mm-hmm. you can activate Lost World, Normal Summon Oviraptor, uh, Chain Link 1, um, Lost World, Chain Link 2, Ovi, or mm-hmm. Chain Link 1, Ovi, Chain Link 2, Lost World. So yeah. Lost World, you summon a token, and then Ovi, you can either grab a dino or you can dump a dino so you can just add her to your hand yeah and or then, so you can do something else. or yeah if you want you can search a baby or something like that or yeah, you yeah. can dump one yeah like, miss you can search miss whatever yeah like there's a lot you can do basically there's a but lot you here's can do. where it gets really interesting you can activate over raptor's effect attempt to pop the token on your opponent's field protect the token using lost world's effect then destroy one out of your deck you can either destroy her or the other one or you can destroy. Yeah. Or the other one coming up or you can destroy a baby and special summon her and then immediately set one of the traps from mm-hmm. your deck. Now to now do keep in mind that it's specific, that it doesn't state that you can activate it that turn. So it is like you just set it from your hand still, but still get just it getting helps to in s- board setup. Yeah. Just getting to set any diner, any trap card for the most part, any dinorufia trap, but all the dinorufia traps are ridiculous. Uh, yeah. Some of them are kind of, um, even more insane. Like one of them, I, th- we'll get to that. Yeah. Point. yeah we're going to get there. All right. Yeah, the uh, next one is dinorufia diplos, uh, diplo. Yo, yeah, no, like a diplodocus. I was thinking like diplo, the, uh, the DJ, like, no, 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 no. It's <laughs> it's named after the dinosaur Diplodocus. Yeah, mine is funnier, though. Fair. So it's a level four dark dinosaur effect monster. Okay, and you need to keep in mind, we say when we say these are dinosaurs, uh, so Theresia is like a woman with giant mechanical claws and a mechanical tail. Yeah. And Diplos is just a dude with a giant spiky mechanical tail. Yeah, yeah. These literally, they're, they're people. They're not even dinosaurs. They're but. more. They're superhero. They're more like dinosaur themed superheroes. Dinosaur cyborgs. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> it's one thousand attack, zero defense. You can use each of among the effect, the first and second effects with this card's name, only once per turn. So you can each hard once per turn. If this card is normal or special summon, you can send one Dino Rufia card from your deck to the graveyard. Then, if you have 2,000 or less life points, inflict 500 damage to your opponent. Two, if this card is destroyed by battle or card effect, you can banish one trap from your graveyard. It's cost. Special summon one level four or lower Dino Rufia monster from your graveyard, except Dino Rufia Diplos. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, which w- <clears throat> now here's the thing if you do get that effect off, <clears throat> and then you special summon. So, uh, both of them have that effect. So at the moment you can only fetch the other one, right? Um, but even then, fetching the other one, like in the case of Diplos, uh, especially something the Therizia, uh, that would then let you immediately activate her effect to set uh, a a Dino Rufia trap from your right. deck, and then special summoning him would then let you uh, foolish burial one. 
Yes. So same thing you can do here. So here's something interesting you can do, actually. Uh, if you have a foolish burial in hand with the previous hand, you can foolish burial the... Um, Therizia. The Therizia. Then you can... Um, well, no, because Diplos... I was just, I'm just saying there's got to be a way to do it to where you can get land two up on the field at the same time, but I guess it doesn't matter because... Yeah. There might be a line, but we're just not big-brained enough to see it. The point is there are two dinosaur monsters that you can overlay, and they're both level four. You can overlay them into a Lagia or a Dolka. Mm-hmm. So you can and protect they're... yourself from hand traps and, oh, yeah. like, two summons. Oh, yeah, very possibly. Uh, next up, we have uh, a f- their fusion monster, Dinorufia... Uh, Kentagrina, level six, uh, dark dinosaur fusion effect monster. She's the other waifu. It's basically um, Therizia, but like with upgraded armor and weapons. Right. Um, four thousand attack, zero defense. Fusion Yo. materials. Two Dinorufia monsters with different names. Big. Not really. Um, you can only use four thousand attack. Hold on. Uh, you can only use each effect among the two and three effects of this card's name once per turn. One, loses an attack equal to your life points. Oh, well. It'll never be at four at uh, 4,000. The lowest you can ever get it is 3,999. Hmm. Just sitting there having your life points over and over and over again until you eventually get down to one. Which is entirely possible in this deck, let me tell you. Uh, during the main phase, quick effect. You you can pay half your life points. Banish a Dinorufia normal trap from your graveyard. This effect becomes that trap card's effects while that card is activated. Uh, when that card is activated, that's a quick play. So essentially, it uh, a quick effect. So that essentially turns that effect into whatever trap card you've loaded your graveyard with. Yeah. Three. If this card is shown by battle or card effect, special summon a level four or lower Dinorufia monster from your graveyard. So that would let you fetch um, Therizia or Diplos and get their special summon effects off. Um, overall, that that's, it's actually pretty decent. Um, you know, with, with the deck constantly having your life points over and over and over again, um, once you get down, like after just two effects, she's 2k. The third uh, effect will get you down to, uh, 1000, which makes her a 3k beat stick. But then you also can't activate Solemn Warning, which is, right. you know, it's one of those things. Uh, next card. Dino Ruth Dino Rufia Stealth Begia level six Dino Fusion effect. Um, it looks like a, a Pterodon uh, Megazord. Looks more like a machine than a Dino. I mean that's always awesome though. Uh, zero attack, twenty five hundred defense, Fusion materials, two Dino Rufia monsters with different names. <clears throat> once again, you can only use the two and three. Uh, <clears throat> it's second and third effect once per turn. One. While you have 2,000 or less life points, you do not pay life points to activate trap cards or Dino Rufio monster effects. Now, keep in mind, that's not, it's not, doesn't say pay life points to activate Dino Rufio trap cards, just trap cards. Meaning you no longer have to, meaning that if this card's on board and you have, uh, you have 2,000 life points left, you don't have to pay to activate Solemn Warnings, Solemn Judgment, Solemn Strike, anything like that. Which is ridiculous. Um, so you don't have to pay the cost to activate these, but you still have to fulfill the summoning, the activation conditions. Yes, but I mean, Solemn Judgment and Solemn Strike. Yeah, but like there's some cards that like, 
at the end of the battle phase, you like activate this counter trap card and it ends your opponent's turn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you still have to meet timing activation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You still have to meet all that. You just don't have to like pay life points anymore. Yeah, because you've already paid the cost. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, three. If this card is destroyed by a battle or card effect, you can special summon level four or lower down a roof your monster from your graveyard. The same recursion. Now we're getting into the trap cards. <clears throat> First off, we have Dinarufia Domain, which should have been a field spell. Um, you can only activate one card with this card's name per turn. So, this entire effect is only once per turn. <clears throat> one, during the main phase, pay half your life points to fusion summon a Dinarufia monster from your extra deck using monsters on hand, deck, or field as fusion material. So that that's interesting, because you can fuse from the hand or your deck. It's brilliant fusion. Yeah, it's it's a better brilliant. Oh, not better, no! Don't don't say better. It's not better. Yeah, it's a slower brilliant fusion because it's a trap card. Uh, when your opponent activates a card or effect, if you have two thousand life points or less, banish this card from your graveyard. You take no damage from your opponent's card effects this turn. That's pretty good. I mean, it prevents burn. It prevents your opponent from burning you to death because you drop your life points low enough. Um, next up, we have Dinarufia Alert. Same thing, you can activate one card with this card's name per turn. Uh, pay half your life points. For the rest of this turn, you cannot special monsters except Dinarufia monsters. Also special summon from your graveyard up to two Dinarufia monsters whose total levels equal eight or less, but they cannot declare attacks. Uh, two, when your opponent activates a card or effect, if you have 2,000 or less life points, you can banish to take no more damage. I mean... It, the fact that... Uh, I don't think people... Card effects. <clears throat> yeah. I don't think people are going to run this one because it locks you out of summoning anything that isn't a Dinarufia. And there's only four Dinarufia monsters, so, yeah. you know. <clears throat> Next up, Dinarufia Brute. Uh, normal trap card. You can only activate one card with this card's name per turn. Pay half your life points. Destroy both one Dinarufia monster you control and one card your opponent controls. Crazy. It's like Regeki Break, but worse. Yeah, because you pay half your life points and lose one of your monsters just to get... So you neg one yourself and pay half your life points. Yes. Ah, but then you get the Dinarufia monster effect because it's destroyed by card effect. Um, like, I guess. Yeah. Uh, two, when your opponent activates a card or effect, if you have 2,000 less life points, banish this card, take no damage. Of course. Next, we have the <sighs> counter traps. From uh, card effects. Yes. It, it's for, it's from burn for, it's like burn from like, uh, Scarlet Red Dragon Archfiend or Gaga Yaw Cowboy. Right. Stops that. <clears throat> uh, next, we have the counter traps. Uh, Dinarufia Shell. Uh, you can only activate one card with this card's name per turn. At the start of your opponent's battle phase, pay half your life points, special summon a Dinarufia token. Dinosaur Dark, level 10, zero attack, 3,000 defense. And if you do, your opponent cannot target other monsters for attacks while you control that token this turn. Uh, two, during damage calculation, if you would take battle damage and you have 2,000 or less life points, banish this card... Uh, from the graveyard, you take no battle, no damage from this battle. Again, an attempt to mitigate the cost of these cards. Yeah. However, you can also just pump out a 3k wall that they have to attack into. Yes. And it's also interesting how it's a counter trap that activates at the start of the battle, at the start of the uh, battle phase. And it's also interesting how it summons a token, especially considering how ridiculously powerful tokens are in mm -hmm. most dinosaur decks. Granted, it is a level 10 token, so it's le mm, not less, I wouldn't say less useful, but it's a little more meh, um, particularly if you're trying to make like a synchro play. Yeah, but it's probably not going to be used for a synchro play. It's probably going to be used uh, 
with in conjunction with Lost World and popping things for like yeah. UCT and stuff. Yeah, something like that. Uh, next up, Dino Rufia Sonic. You can only activate one card with this card's name per turn. When your opponent activates a spell or trap card, if you control a Dino Rufia monster, pay half your life points, negate, and if you just and if you do destroy that card, then destroy a Dino Rufia monster you control. So it's a spell or trap negate that you pay half your life points for, and you have to pop one of your monsters. I'd rather just run Solemn Judgment when I, so I can negate all of this stuff. Yeah. Uh, two, during damage calculation, you would take battle damage. You have 2,000 life points or less. Banish, take no damage from this battle. Next, and, well, last, Danaruvia Reversion. Counter Trap. You only activate one card with this card's name per turn. If you control a Danaruvia Fusion Monster, pay half your life points, then banish one Counter Trap from your graveyard. Any Counter Trap. This effect becomes that Counter Trap card's effect during uh, when that when that card is activated. So that's actually the best one. Oh, easily. That lets you, like, copy... So- that means you can essentially run six Solemn Strikes or six Judgments or... Or even better, th- three Judgments or three Strikes and three of what is essentially going to become a Trap Trick for Counter Card, for Counter Traps. Pretty much. Uh, and then also, two, during damage calculation, you take Battle Damage and you have 2,000 or less. Banish, you take no damage. Uh, and that's the entire Dino Rufia archetype. Um, what just, do you think? Uh, just based off of that, it's definitely got a lot going for it. Uh, particularly how it's a trap-based dinosaur engine. It's interesting. It's very interesting. I I'm, I don't know that it's good. Yeah. Um, it's interesting. I also don't think this is going to be the full archetype. Uh, I think there's still going to be a couple more cards in the set for for the archetype because usually they'll they won't they don't reveal the entire archetype. Yeah, but to get to like what would we get 10 cards from the archetype you'd think that'd be it but yeah, it's usually that's about as many as we we get well you also gotta remember that like with amazements we got like we got 10 cards of the archetype but there are still cards from the amazement archetype that we never that we weren't told about until the right. set came out so that that's why i'm like yeah there's probably gonna be one or two more cards that change this up a little bit particularly giving you more names in the deck like main deck to names, right? Um, which right at the moment to me is going to be the biggest issue is just the lack of main deck names, right? Uh, yeah, like I said, that's about it for Dino Rufias. I'm gonna hold. I'm gonna reserve judgment for the Dino Rufias until, until yeah we see how people lab it with the current Dino decks. It, exactly, that's going to be a big. That's going to be a big part of it. Yeah, for sure. I mean, that's always the biggest part of these things. Um, you know, particularly people on like the Dino Discord server, that kind of thing. Right, absolutely. So, mm-hmm. like, you know, huge shout out to Giant Skyhawk. He will have more information and knowledge on this than basically anybody. Oh, absolutely. <clears throat> uh, so, moving on from that, we also got a bunch of Mako Tsunami support. Uh, for those of you who do not know who Mako Tsunami is, uh, during the very first arc of the anime, well, technically second arc, uh, during the uh, Duelist Kingdom arc. It was just some dude who was living on the island Island when Pegasus moved in. It was just like, I'm not leaving. Well, yeah, yeah. He was the fish guy. Yeah, he was a fisherman. He, and, and Pegasus. The, one, the one that summoned the moon and Yeah, and Yugi, Yugi attacked it. the moon. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, to like, yeah, that guy. He's getting some new support cards. He also appeared in Battle City, I think. He did, uh, with some new stuff. Um, he's also most notably for being uh, probably one of the smart probably one of the most intelligent but also the most jerkish of the prize card givers in that arc 
So part of prize card givers. So part of Duel's Kingdom was that uh, Duel's Kingdom and uh, Battle City was that whenever you dueled someone, if they if you lost, you had to give your opponent one of your best cards. Huh. That's how Joey got red eyes from Rex. Um, Meiko gave Yugi Fortress Whale. I think the ritual card, the I ritual think monster. That the red eyes Joey thing was more of like a bet between them. Maybe. And then in Battle City, it became like the a rule. Yeah. A rule. Uh, yeah. But Meiko did give Yugi a card, and it was Fortress Whale, the ritual monster, but didn't give him the ritual card to summon it. That's just mean, dude. That's just that's just wrong. <clears throat> so speaking of Fortress Well, actually, the first card that they revealed is a new Fortress Well retrain called Mega Fortress Whale. Level seven water fish effect monster, so it's not a ritual. Uh twenty five fifty attack, twenty three fifty defense. You can only use this card's first, second, and third effects of this card's name each once per turn. One, if Umi is faceable on the field, you can activate this effect. Your water monsters can attack directly this turn. Ooh. So that's almost an OTK engine. Yeah. Just, I don't care what's on your board. You're getting attacked directly, buddy. Yeah. Uh, two, doing your opponent's battle phase. Quick effect. Target one face-up monster they control. Destroy it. Pop, pop, hope no one sees me. So that's, it is targeted destruction, but it's during their battle phase, which... Yo, if anybody can DM me and tell me what that was a reference to that I just said... You will get all of the brownie points in the world. <laughs> Fair. <coughs> Three. If this card in the field is destroyed by battle or card effect, you can take one water warrior monster from your deck or graveyard. Either add it to your hand or special summon it. So, legendary fisherman. Right. You can either add, add legendary fisherman to your hand or just special summon legendary fisherman. A legendary one, two, fisherman, which was literally just Mako Tsunami. Pretty much. Well, well, no, I think it was his dad. Nah, dude, that was totally Mako. I mean, did you see? So, Mako had a flashback with with his dad, and his dad is pretty much just him. Yeah, yeah, they're almost the like basically identical. Yeah. Uh, anyway, second card. Uh, the Japanese name for this card is Death Kraken. Wait, did you get the if this card on the field show a battle or card? Yeah. Pack? Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> so the Japanese name for this card is Death Kraken. We're there. It's probably going to get translated to like Doom Kraken. Kraken of Doom. Yeah, uh, which I forgot what the English name for that card was. It was a vanilla that uh, he had in his deck. It's just a, it's just a giant squid. Right. But this is not a vanilla. It has an effect. Level 4 water aqua effect monster. It's not a fish. 1400 attack, 1600 defense. You can only use this. You can only use the first and second effect of this card's name each once per turn. One. If Umi is face up on the field, quick effect. Target one water monster you control, except itself. And one monster your opponent controls. Splash summon this card from your hand. And if you do, return the first target to your hand. And if you do that, destroy the second target. So, huh. yeah. So, so, you, so in order to activate that, it, based on the wording, I think you think both you and your opponent have to have a monster on board. But if even so, even like let's say you just drew for turn, activate effect, return that monster to your hand, pop that, pop your opponent's monster, splash summon this, just normal summon the monster back. Right. You know, that's an immediate rank four into something. Lots of things you can do there. Uh, two, when your opponent's monster declares an attack, you can return this card to the hand, negate the attack. Huh. So it's an attack negator that it's cost of turning stuff to hand, but then you can just special summon it back out and pop something on your opponent's field. Seems really good. Yeah, that seems like it's pretty decent. Lastly, um, Electric Jellyfish Physelia. 
um, which is a retrain of Electric Jellyfish. Another card Mako summoned. The only Mako card that didn't really get a reprint here was Kariushin, which is a retrain. Yeah. Anyway, uh, 1400 attack, 1700 defense. Can only use the first and second effect of this card's name each once per turn. <clears throat> One, you can send Umi from your hand deck or face upon your field to the graveyard. Special summon a water monster from your hand. That's pretty good. Yeah, particularly because it's in, it's milling it's milling a uh, an Umi, which can get which can put it in grave for something else to interact with. Right. Um. Two. When your opponent activates a spell card or effect or a monster effect, and Umi is face on the field. Quick effect. Negate that effect, and this card gains 600 attack and defense. Dang. Yeah, so a spell card, a spell effect, or a monster effect. Anything that isn't a trap, really. That's pretty good. good. Uh, Next, a normal uh, spell card called Fish Sonar. The artwork for this is amazing. It really is pretty awesome. Uh, Normal spell. You can only activate one card with this card's name per turn. Uh, Add a level 7 or lower monster that is a water normal monster... Or, specifically lists Umi in his text from your deck to your hand, and then if Umi is on the field, you can special summon a water normal monster from your deck. That's pretty good. That, yeah. yeah, Okay, so like, just based off that effect, without special summoning, activate effect, add Doom Kraken, special summon a vanilla water monster, effective Doom Kraken to bounce, Kraken? Doom Kraken to bounce, <laughs> pop a monster, special Doom Kraken. <laughs> Man, what a Freudian slip there, huh? Oh my goodness. Uh, and then uh, normal summon back the level 4 vanilla. Huh. And then for the price of literally one card, you've popped one of your opponent's monsters and get a free rank 4. Sounds like it's Terror King Salmon Turbo. It's Terror King, King Salmon Turbo. Uh, last. What else we got? Uh, next is a continuous spell card, Sea Stealth 2. Ooh, the Tekkend. Yes, and it's a Pitcher of Fortress Whale. It's cool. Straight up. Yep. Uh, you can only use this card's third effect once per turn. Uh, one, this card, this card's name becomes Umi while face up on the field or in grave. Yo. But not while in deck. Right. So if you have to mill a card that mills an Umi. It can't mill this. Right. But just activating it, it's Umi on board. But you can run Foolish Barrel Goods. And mill it, it. And it's Umi in grave. Right. Um, okay. Two, while your opponent cannot target water monsters you control with non-water monster effects. That's pretty solid. Um, I can't think of any monster effects in particular that specifically target. Right off the top of my head. And there's tons of monster effects that target. Yeah, but target your opponents. Like, that are common now. Uh, your opponent cannot target water monsters you control with non-water monsters effects. Yeah. Um, Double Dragon Lords? Double Dragon Lords. Can't target with Double Dragon Lords. Yeah, that was just the first thing that came to my yeah. mind. Uh, three, at the start of the battle phase, you can special summon one monster that specifically lists Umi in its text, or a water normal monster from your hand or graveyard in defense position, destroy at the end of the battle phase. Yeah. Oh my god, just get, just find like a water vanilla with like 3,000 defense? Hey, yo, whatever it does is the trick. Because it does not specify a, uh, doesn't specify a, uh, Type, uh, a uh, type limitation or a level limitation. So the next card is a normal trap card called Angen no Leviathan or Leviathan of the Reef, Reef or Kariushin of the Reef. Could be any of those three. Uh, we don't really... Probably Leviathan of the Reef, reef or Kariushin of the Reef. 
So normal trap card, you can only activate one card with this card's name per turn. You can send one face up, uh, first effect, send one, wait, okay, it's only got one. Send one face up Umi you control to the graveyard cost. You cannot special summon monsters until the end of your next turn except water monsters. Also, special summon up to two water normal <clears throat> monsters and or monsters that specifically list Umi in their text with different names from your hand or deck in defense position. Then, if your opponent controls a monster, you can special summon any number of level 6 or lower water normal monsters from your hand or deck. So you Interesting. Fl- so you flip that, and you're guaranteed two monsters. Right. And then all, and then your opponent just laughs at your two level 4s and you just go, ha ha ha, here's three level 6s on top of that. Right. That's just one card flip. I flood my board. <laughs> you flood your board? Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's why I made the joke. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I'm thinking it'll probably just straight up be Kuryushin, uh, because in the card's artwork, it's got uh, the uh, Kraken and the Kuryushin itself. Okay, okay. And Great White. Yeah. So... Uh, right here, that was the end of the Mako Tsunami cards. Right here is a great, great place to talk about ETB. So today is Friday, October the 8th. Mm-hmm. Uh, tomorrow, which is Saturday, October the 9th, is the ETB Battle City Day at ETB Games in Alexandria, Louisiana. If you need an address or if you need to find it, please hit us up. We can help you with that. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll be there. We will be there. We will be doing uh, the player interviews and things like that. We would love to see some people from the podcast. I know that not everybody can make it. It's kind of far away for some people. Some people live on the other side of the world. Mm-hmm. I'm New Zealanders, I see you. Mm-hmm. You are our third, uh, our third most listened uh, area. Yeah. So. I know that we have people from all over the world that listen, and I know it sounds crazy that to some people that people, but we actually have, do have people within like an hour or two that listen that want to come see us and meet us. So mm-hmm. if you are in Louisiana, Texas, Mississippi, Arkansas, and you would like to make the drive, let us know. We can get you the address, details, mm-hmm. all of that. Yep. Or if you uh, d- or if you just don't feel like talking to us because you hear our beautiful voices on um, on an almost daily basis. Um, you can just go into the description, and there'll be a link to their website. And I'm pretty sure they have their uh, what they have their address somewhere on the website. Yeah, I'm sure they do. Yeah, it's ETB Games though in Alexandria, Louisiana. Be sure to come check it out. Uh, there will be an advanced tournament, and we'll probably run some smaller pod tournaments uh, if we can get like eight people with goat decks, eight yeah. people with uh, Edison format decks, plants and grow, whatever. Right, right. Just whatever they can get enough people to do. Pretty much, yeah. They're really not picky. Um, whatever people will enjoy, they will do. So it's also a great place if you want to come, be prepared to spend some money. That way you can get yourself some Magic the Gathering stuff, some Pokemon stuff, Digimon. D&D. D&D, absolutely. Warhammer 40k if you're, if you're one of those people. Yeah, it definitely, by all means, please come, hang out, check it out. And if you can't make it, then you can still check out ETB Games. Link in the description below. Thank you so much, everybody. So the next set of cards to talk about is we got some free agent cards from Battle yep. of Chaos, right? Oh yeah, just generically, just generic cards that can be used in almost any deck. To start with, we have one of uh, my wife's favorite cards, Mad Hacker. 
It's literally just Harlequino. It, no, it's the Mad Hatter. No, it's it's. But he's look a cyber. Look at the artwork for that card. It is the artwork is literally just Arlequino. Same pose, same like angle, everything. Well, just different well, clothes. Well, no, no, well, no, because this guy is also sitting in a chair. Bro, this is Arlequino. You cannot convince me otherwise. It's not. Uh, level two dark cyber. Totally is. One thousand attack, six hundred defense. Arlequino. It is not. You can only use his cards. It definitely names. is. One and two effects once per turn each. You can only use Arlequino's effects once. It's not Arlequino. Um, one. If a monster is special into your opponent's field, you can special this card from your hand. Yeah, Arlequino has a similar effect with trap cards. This is not Arlequino. <laughs> two. During the end phase, you can banish this card from the field. Take control of a monster your opponent controls with the lowest attack. Your choice of Tide. While that monster is facing on the field, its effects cannot be activated, and you cannot push the monster from the extra deck except Link Monsters. This is nothing like Arlen Kino. Uh, look at the card. The picture is everything like Arlen Kino. No, it is not. Arlen Kino is a ringmaster. This is a mad hatter. A cyber mad hatter. So, mad hacker. Moving on. I'm just saying Arlen Kino can have multiple professions. That's all I'm saying. The dude's not even the same body type. He gets he's exactly the same body type. No, he's not. Arlen Arlen Kino's got a little, he's got a little more uh, muscle. Okay, now I know you're just coming up with things. <laughs> Arlen Kino is a stick figure, just like this dude. No, 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 no. This dude makes Arlen Kino look look like he look like he eats a little too much. This Whoa. dude is way too thin, but he's a cybers monster, so it's. It's a uh, an online avatar, maybe. Anyway, next card is Catnip. It's Arlenkino's Qu- online avatar. Okay, you got me there. Okay, next card is Catnip Li Hua. Level Ooh, catnip. two. Yeah, uh, level two wind beast effect monster. Oh, if only this was a tuner. That would be just... I know, right? Uh, zero attack and defense. You can only use this card's names once per turn. You can tribute this card, then target up to t- target two. Lo- no, one level two. One monster. level two. Pardon my brain there. Uh, one level two monster graveyard, ex- uh, not named itself. Special summon it, then special summon a level two monster with a different attribute than that monster from your hand. Uh, Li Hua takes its name from a recently established breed of domesticated cat in China. I'm with it. Interesting. Um, can you think of any like immediate uses for this card? For this card? Yeah, it. I mean, special summoning a level 2 monster, and then another one from your hand that's a different attribute. So, this is actually really, really funny. Mm-hmm. So, you can... Um, wow, this is actually... Okay, this is okay. really funny. Okay, okay, I'm here for it. I'm here for it. Normal summon rescue cat. Mm-hmm. Um, effective rescue cat. Effective rescue cat. Target or summon this guy, and like say a tri brigade kit would be the perfect mm-hmm. uh, target. Link off the tri brigade kit. Oh well, I was gonna say link off kit into an almirage, but kit you have, it's have to be normal summon. summoned. Because mm-hmm. I was gonna say if they have, if they have a way to get the kit into the graveyard after that, mm-hmm. you can get kit to grave, activate kit effect. To um oh actually I know the perfect way like let's say uh you just did your normal first turn thing and you have Shurag you can link two with Shurag okay okay that's a perfect example okay. into Fergie okay so you have Shurag on field normal summon rescue cat activate effect summon the 
Catnip, Li Hua, and uh, Kit. Link off Shurig and Kit into Fergit. Um, activate Kit, send Nerval, Nerval search Karis. Mm-hmm. Then... Attribute it off, especially well, Kit. So its effect is negated because of Rescue Cat, but you can still activate the effect. So what you do is you contribute this card, then target one level two monster in your graveyard, except Catnip, Catnip Li Hua. Um, and then... So because tributing and targeting is cost... You can tribute this as cost and then summon the kit in your graveyard. And then you can activate Kit's effect in your graveyard because you have two monsters in oh, your graveyard. And then special summon Karis out of hand because I just looked he's level two. Well you well and a different attribute. But then it's effect but the, Oh from your hand. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was from your grave. No no no. No well no it's, Okay, so you tribute and you get one out of grave, and then you get a second one that's a different attribute out of your hand. Yeah, so yeah, it works with it works with Karis and Kit, is what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. So I'm thinking this will be a real spicy tech option in Tri Brigade. Yeah, I mean, and it's a it's a it's a beast monster that puts mm-hmm. itself in a graveyard. Mm-hmm. Also, because it's wind, it makes it a little bit easier if you get um if you get forced with either like Gozen or something mm-hmm. like that into wind, into you can, wind, you, can you can still s- make plays. Yeah, you can still go up into Hrosvulgar. Mm-hmm. So it gives you a natural line of progression because you can go, um, you can go into uh, Nerval, summon uh, double dragon lords, and then uh, if you can summon this guy also because he's wind. You can link all. Well, I guess you can do Nerval and Double Dragon Lords into Rustvogger anyway, but yeah, yeah, it gives you a natural line of progression, is what I'm saying. Yeah, through yeah. certain weird okay, yeah, situations. Yeah. yeah, it gives you options. It's yeah, it's definitely a spicy tech in Tri Brigade, just just based off that effect. Oh, and it's a very good tech in like uh, Melfi decks. Oh, they're all Earth. Well, yeah, but you're already running like Kalantosis and stuff in Obedient School. Those are well, Kalantosis also Earth. It doesn't matter that they're all Earth. It, I mean, just because it doesn't play into Gozen doesn't mean that it's not good. No, no, no. What I mean is, um, because that... Oh, the attribute restrictions. Yeah, yeah. Because the, the second... The one you special summon out of your hand has to be a different attribute. To be fair, right. you don't ha- You don't even have to do that part of the effect. Uh, so you could very well... So you could very well, um... Like, use that effect to just mo- basically monster born one of your, uh... One of your guys in Grave... Granted, its effect, its effect is negated, but then you have an extra beast in grave, and I, mm, well, no, because then why not just link off? The point is, it can be an extender in the right situation. Yeah, yeah, e- very, very good. Ex- that, yeah, like in the the card has possibilities. It's all oh, thing. Yeah. yeah, it's po- it's very possible plus one. Okay, next card is a normal spell card called Proscription, not Prescription, Proscription. Yep. You can only activate one card with this card's name once per turn. Declare one card name uh, cost. For the rest of this turn, your opponent cannot activate cards or effects with the same original name as the declared card name. For the rest of this duel, you cannot activate cards or effects with the same original card name as the, de- the declared name. Interesting. Okay. So, like, just based off of that, my mind immediately says it's a worse crossout designator. Much worse. But then, really thinking about it, you declare it, it lets you hit hand traps that cross out can't hit because you're not running the hand trap to begin with. Yeah, so like in Tri Brigade, I'm okay. So this is a good example. I, I know I keep talking about Tri Brigade, but it's the deck it's, I'm playing. So. Yeah. Okay, so in Tri Brigade, Lancia is almost impossible to run. You can, 
but it's not very good. And the reason for that is because the best time to activate Lancia is on, like, just, like, in the standby or draw phase, right? Mm-hmm. So, you, like, draw a phase, your opponent draws for turn, activate Lancia. Just shotgun the Lancia, and it <coughs> shuts off their plays. Or when they summon a monster to their field. But then you can't Shurag, banish, banish, interrupt. Exactly. Or they can go into their standby main phase, activate Pot of Desires. And if you haven't already activated your Lancia... It's too late. It's too late. Too late. So, it could potentially create an extra dead card in their hand. Yeah. It can, um, It really is a turn skip against Tri-Brigade. But, yeah. you can't... It's hard to play in Tri-Brigade. Like, it's a great card against Tri-Brigade, but it's hard to play if you're playing the deck because it turns off your Shurag. That being... Yeah, that being said, though... Like, 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 like in this situation, in that exact situation, this is better because you can just declare Lancia. You're not running Lancia anyway. All right, so if, I don't have to want run one dead Lancia because I wanted to run uh, crossouts. Exactly, and I'm like, okay, this it, it is it is kind of a worse crossout, but it has a niche that crossout just cannot fill. Right, it makes it where you don't have to run horrible hand traps that your deck doesn't want to run, like uh, Madolce with. Ash Blossom, effect an effect failure. Right. I don't want to run those hand traps. They hurt you, but you don't want to run them because you run D Shifter. Exactly. Um, D Shifter, and it also turns off Petting Sessor's special summon from hand effect. Right. Yes, I can shuffle them back in deck, but that's a lot of extra steps I have to take just to run those two cards. Yeah. This will give me the out to them. But I just thought of, but I just saw something absolutely hilarious uh, in a situation that will 100% come up. Act- so, like, let's say you're playing Tri-Brigade. Activate this card. Declare Ash Blossom. Um, what's that dude's name? Something of the Mark? Engraver of the Mark. Engraver of the Mark. Declare Tri-Brigade uh, Fractal. Oh, that's true. This is Declare One Card Name. So you can Engraver the Mark in response to this. Mm-hmm. And then just turn it into Fractal. <laughs> Interesting. Or even, or even like, uh, Queen Tiaramisu, something like. You can Engraver the Mark. Yo, and- if your opponent, if you know what your opponent playing, and they open their turn with Prescription... And you chain Engraver of the Mark, and now they cannot use... Oh, my goodness. Yeah, a major card in there. Just... Oh, it's even worse if they do it two or three times. You just block out... Yeah, it's honestly really, really rough. Yeah. <sighs> um. Oh, a uh, note from Yu-Gi-Oh! Organization. We're going with something close to Prohibition, so Prescription. We had wanted Forbidden since Forbidden List, but sadly, Forbidden belongs to a certain group of Quick Play spells. Forbidden Lance, Forbidden Chalice, Forbidden Droplet, and then there's a card I think that searches for a forbidden card, right? So and it can, and in the Japanese it cannot be ser- in Japanese it cannot be searched like that, right? Um, so that's them trying to figure out like what the proper translation would be, right? Uh, next card is called Shishu Fuchi, Recklessness and Punishment is the closest translation they can get. Normal trap card. One, if your opponent's life point is lower than your, if your life points are lower than your opponent's, activates one of these effects. Destroy one monster your opponent controls with attack equal to or lower than the life point difference, or special summon a monster from your graveyard with attack equal to or lower than the life point difference. Could be a playable card in the Dino Rufius. Maybe, uh, because they're already because I mean, the two main deck ones are already low attack point. And the level six fusion that makes it where you don't have to spend light points anymore for to activate trap cards has zero attack. And also, your light points are always lower than your opponents. Exactly. Oh, yeah, almost always. So, yeah. and that's a, and that can actually get a really big number. Like, 
And that would actually let you also get out that 4K beat stick real easy. Right. Granted, her effect would then go, go apply making her real weak, but... Alright, th- let's talk about this next card for a moment. Uh, real quick, though. This card's name is a play on an idiom for being extremely reckless, but part of it's been replaced with punishment slash cost of one's action. So we're aiming for something re- re- referencing crime and punishment. Right. Uh, next card, end of the line. Uh, normal tribe card. One, if your opponent, if your life points is less than 100, draw two cards. Then your life points is lower than 10, draw two cards? This is a meme card is what this is. Oh my god. Oh, and it's got Koichi in the artwork. This is so funny. And Potagreed. Hold on. I can actually see a situation where you where you get all four draws. I can see exactly one situation. You've activated all of your Dino Rufia effects. No. Summon Winged Dragon of Raw. They attempt, and then, and oh, then, yeah, act- doesn't it drop your life points to like 10 life points? Exactly 10. Ignore, summon Wing Dragon Roll, activate effect. Here's the issue your life points have to be lower than 10. You would have to change uh-huh. Solemn Judgment. Uh-huh. Declare attack. They activate something. Solemn Judgment. Yeah. A- and then literally. at the end, of, and then at the end of the battle, activate this, draw four. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> I have five life points. I have five life points. That's or, insane. Or even funnier, Don, you just keep Donna Rufiaing yourself to where you have one life point and you keep cutting it in half to 0.5, which then, according to the rules of Yu-Gi-Oh, rounds up to one. Yep, always round up. So, judgment, so you that just get, like, at that point, it doesn't even matter if you have a level six on the field, you're not paying anything because you're cutting your half life points in half. They round up to one. All right, so, let's say you keep activating uh, a card that cuts your life points in half. Mm-hmm. What is the natural progression? Starting at 8,000. Uh, 8, 4, and then 2, 1, 5, 250, 125. Um, then it would be like 63. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then cut in half again would be th- direct half before rounding would be 30, 1.5, <laughs> so 32. Yeah. And then 16, yeah. 8, 4, 2, 1. And then? And then 1. And then? 1. <laughs> yeah. 1, that's it. 1, 1. Just infinitely 1s. I know I can figure it out. But yeah, no, that, that, it's a meme card. Oh, uh, note the name's a play on a revolving lantern, so it's literally, it'd be a revolving locomotive. <clears throat> it might also reference something referring to life flashing before your eyes. Uh, Samatu no no yoni. Hence the dramatic cost to draw. Last stop or last call might work. It's really very very funny though of a card. <laughs> it really is, especially if you actually get to draw all four cards. Bro, that might literally be like a challenge in somebody's video today. One day is like actually resolving this card. Oh yeah yeah, it's full effect to draw to make it a plus three. That's so ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, so that's about it for the free agents. Um, and then early, then right before we decided to come record, uh, Konami blessed us with one last card: Mutant Mutator, the origin of mutants. It's a level one water psychic effect monster. You can only use this card's first and second effect of this card's name each one per turn. It's really interesting that they announced this card for Battles of Chaos. I know, right? Considering Japan doesn't have the mutant cards yet. But they, I think they will by the time this comes out for them. Oh, is the World Premiere Pack already going to be released at that time? Yeah, because they're getting this set in, like, February. No, Halloween. Yeah, yeah, they're getting Halloween. Okay, okay, so I think... I don't know when they're getting the World Premiere Pack. 
Hmm. They might have already gotten it, to be honest. Th- yeah, they might. Or they might. Yeah, they might have gotten it. They might be getting it this weekend. Something like that. Okay. Uh, one, if you control a mutant card, if you can splash them, so splash on this card from your hand. It's just an extender. Yeah. Uh, two, you can tribute this card and banish a mutant monster from your hand or deck. Special monster from your hand or deck based on the banished card. And if you do, lose life point equal to the monster's original attack. So, if you banish a monster, you special summon mutant beast. If you if you do a spell, mist. If you do a trap, arsenal. It's... It's an... It's... Yeah, this is literally what mutants needed. Yeah, this is very good. This is a very, very um, good card. You know, if you control a mutant, you special summon it, and tribute, and then banish a mutant card, then get one of the other three that you need. Whichever one you need. Right. This is good. I like this. Yeah, this card's broken. Pick up your mutant stuff now, boys. Okay, I'm not going to say broken. This card's very, very good for the mutants. This is definitely what it, they needed. It, it, yeah, it's, it is 100% what they needed. And I'm glad that they're get, they're finally getting this. For sure. Um, For those, you know, for you mutant players, rejoice. <laughs> rejoice. Because now you might actually be relevant. So, this is... There's definitely some interesting stuff happening. Um... So, we do want to take a moment, though, to just kind of go through and review some of the answers that we got on last week's podcast question of the day. Yes. So, for those that are wondering, last week's podcast, or last episode's podcast question of the day, what deck are you looking forward to playing in the coming format? Got some great replies over on Twitter. We had some people saying Infernobles, B Trooper, Shadal Despia, but excited for B Trooper. So, I mean, that's mm-hmm. more B Trooper. Uh, Shadal Despia again. Uh, Birds and Sword Soul. So, I'm guessing that's uh, Flunderies and Sword Soul. Uh, just a simple squawk. Flunderies, I'm squawk. assuming. Uh, VW, Live slash Evil Twin, PK and Drytron, Pure Machina. Ooh, that's interesting. I want to know what that dude's thinking. Oh, dude, there's no telling. Then there's also some Lyrilisk love. (coughs) Ooh, excuse me. And let's see what we got going on in the Discord server, because I know we had some in the Discord server, Mm -hmm. too. Let's see. I'm actually kind of looking through at the moment. Oh, um, Magic used to be us. I'm excited for Magic key support. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, a good friend of ours, Dylan, is excited to play Drytron. Of course. Dot, of dot, course. dot, and Sword Soul. Yeah. Uh, let's see. We have someone saying that they're uh, excited about the trap decks for the upcoming format. So, oh, yeah. like, Trap BA, things like that. Earth Machines is another was another example. Lots of really good uh, examples. Oh, yeah. here we go. My decks for the upcoming format. Dinos with Scrap Engine. Eldritch Zombie World. Eldritch Dogmatica. Cyber Dragon. Grin Maju. Uh, and then, uh, and I uh, like, yeah, that, that's good. Yo, Ooh. here's one. Melfi Tri-Brigade. Yes, it is really cool. I've seen it. It's re- it's a really cool deck. Um, oh, here we go. Uh, someone in our Discord server, not naming names, is putting together, uh, Evil Twin. Good, you know who you are, my man. Good luck to you. Yeah. Uh, up until you get Sunny, and then, up until you get the, the Sunny, and then, yeah, the link four. Yeah, once you get so, not you me, get, not me, not yeah. Once you get that link four, oh boy. Yep, and I uh, I think there was another invoke dogma doll here in the server. Mm-hmm. So, but um, today's podcast question of the day is: Do you enjoy playing retro formats? So 
we come to you with that question because there's been a lot of love recently for retro formats within Yu-Gi-Oh! and within the community. Whether it be for Goat, Plant Synchro, Edison, whatever. We want to know if you play those retro formats. Because we, I don't know about, I say we, I have really, really taken a love to both Plant Synchro as well as Edison format. So... I haven't played much of Edison. I have played Plant Synchro and Goat, and I like them both equally. Um, to, to me, it's less of a, oh, you know, let's test how good we are at the game. To me, it's just more like, hey, I get to use these cards I don't get to use normally. Yeah. it's Sometimes it's less about... Um, it's, it's about going back to those historical formats and seeing why they're considered good formats, seeing... Mm-hmm. Um, playing the game in a different context. Yeah. Uh, you know, seeing why people played what they did, um, you know, why the ratios were what they were, why cards are banned now. Yeah. I mean, look at, I mean, I'm flipping through a, a plant synchro deck right now. I mean, think cards like spore glow up bulb dandelion, just to name three plants. Yeah. I mean, just cards that are, are banned and will be banned for a very long time. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, with I mean, with Spore and Global, probably at least until how at least until something's done with Halka Fibrax. Uh, yeah, or longer, possibly so. even longer. It really, it really does depend on what Konami's plan on doing with plants in the future. Yeah. So, but I think that'll pretty much wrap us up for today. Unless you have anything else to add in, Caleb. I got nothing else. All right. So again, please be sure to check out our Patreon. Be sure to join the Discord, especially if you want to join the upcoming tournament. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Top Cut Podcast. Be sure to check out Team Dark Arm Dealings on YouTube. They are our sister channel on YouTube. And be sure to check out ETB Games. Their link will be in the description below, as well as the link to the Konami deck list form. If you have, again, if you have any other questions, please feel free to hit us up. Have a good one, guys. Take care, everyone. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.